Morning, guys. It's quarter past eight in the morning. I've just had a coffee. Steve, uh, are you awake yet? Mate, after seeing you first thing this morning, I'm wide awake. <laughs> not first thing, let's, let's be clear. Not first thing. <laughs> Once we'd both left our rooms and we got into the car. Can we just, can we just try and describe... We, we described the picture yesterday of where we're at and what we're doing. Can we describe the picture of your, your car, please? It's gorgeous. Let the fans know what you're it's driving. Obviously, it's a, it's a commonly known as a hairdresser's car. It's convertible. <laughs> We're enjoying gorgeous sunshine here, the Alman TT, once again today. So, admittedly, I didn't put the roof down this morning. That's because I didn't want to show you off. But, uh, no, it's uh, looking gorgeous, just like the driver. So like we said, it's an early morning start here. Practice session starts at 11. Riders and teams, bosses, mechanics, they're all here in a line waiting to get their bikes scrutineered. So this, this is probably going to take a couple of hours. So while they're doing that, we're going to see who we can catch. John Barton. Right. We're just having a walk around the pits here this morning. I know it's, I know it's very early and you're not a morning person normally. What is your role this year? I'm not sure, to be honest. It's all a bit of a blur at the moment. Uh, basically, I'm just, just helping wherever I can, but the main role, obviously, is, is just uh, making sure the course is ready to, to go today. So the last kind of six, eight weeks has been pretty pretty manic, but we're kind of there. I'm just getting I'm just getting calls now from Sector Marshall saying we, we've got a road close sign missing, we've got this missing, so I'm just trying to get everyone in place. And then also, at the moment, I'm checking that all the GPS units are turned on and working, so... Yeah, we're getting there. It's good. It's TT. Yeah, now, now around the TT course, you know, I haven't been round yet. I tried to get over yesterday, but the road was closed. I've heard there's a lot of new tarmac over the mountain. Oh, yeah, that's down to you. Uh, why is it? Why, why has it been resurfaced in various places? Well, there's, there's, there's areas that come up on our kind, of, our, our kind of red list year on year, and we work real closely with the DOI. Uh, so when that gets to that kind of stage, then that's when we kind of need to get it done. So tower bends uh, needed to be done. Solby Strait needs to be done. We've also got a big patch at... Uh, Greba Castle and the 32nd and Windy Corner, but that was primarily maybe because there was some there were some issues with the uh, the under the under underneath the tarmac where the drainage systems goes. They were start, starting to fail a bit, so they they ripped those out, renewed those, and as a consequence of that, we we had it all retarmacked as well. Hey, thanks, mate. Listen, I'm going to let you get on. You're getting a queue here and a flipping scrutiny, so uh, have a good day, mate. We'll catch you later, Chris. Let's go for a walk up the paddock. <laughs> so, Steve. For, uh, for people listening, what, what are we seeing here? Obviously, we've got sidecars, we've got super sport bikes here, we've got uh, big bikes here. Where are they all heading and why are they all heading up here? Well, this is uh, technical, basically the scrutineering bay where they'll go through a safety check of uh, you know the, the sidecars and the solos for today. And obviously, you've got to remember uh, that this is the first day of practice, so the guys will be going through these like a phone tooth comb just to make sure everything's uh, tip-top and, and going good. Do they have to do this before every? <laughs> do they have to do this better? Well, I was going to ask Steve a question, but he's run off because he's just caught up with the uh, clerk of the course, Gary Thompson, MBE. Gary, good morning to you. Now, there is a pressure on today, obviously, clerk of the course, and uh, not, not aggro, but the pressure's been building for a few weeks now. How's your head this morning? It's all right. No, no pressure at all. Everything's calm. The weather's uh, good weather, fantastic visibility. And the, the GPS tracker, everything's working fine. Absolutely no problem at all. We're good to go. Quick question. Are these GPS, 
uh, trackers brand new for this year what are we going to be able to to see because of it no, what or, it is, or you? Yeah, no, what it is is we've, we've been testing them over the last three or four years. Um, they, did, they went through some testing last year at TT 2022. Didn't quite work as well as what we wanted. We retested them, uh, retested them at uh, Max Grand Prix uh, last year. Uh, worked really, really well. So we've now mandated them for all competitive machines for this year. And uh, it just gives us that additional visibility in race control as to where every competitor is on the course. Brilliant. Gary, we're going to leave you to it because you've got loads to do. Crack on. Cheers, mate. Hey, don't forget that pint you owe me. Sorry, Steve. Where were we? Mate, yeah, so obviously the safety checks, and as I said, it's first morning, so the guy, the uh, technical staff we're going through is with a fine-tooth comb, mate. Are they doing this before every session? Every session, every day's practice, and, of course, the races. They come through here. They come through the technical bay, through the, out the front of the garage, then they come into this part firm area and have to, be, have to wait there before they're called up to uh, Glen Crutchley Road for the start of their sessions. Now, I don't know if it's changed the scrutineering, but when my dad used to race back in today, right, scrutineers used to rock the front end, check the front brake, and my dad used to stuff tissue down his, uh, down his forks to make sure the fork seals weren't leaking. You can't get away with that here, can you? No, far from it. No, they have a routine they go through. And the same with every machine, as well as checking, obviously, the GPSs are switched on and the, the green lights flash in and the bikes are transponded. And, you know, they, they have a system they go through just to make sure everybody's safe and sound, mate. Shall we go and try and sneak into one of the garages and actually check out what they're doing, see what they're up to? Let's have a look. Come on, let's see how far we can get before we get banned, before someone shouts at us. Because these technical inspectors, they, uh, they like to throw the weight around. So I've heard. One man that is here, and we'll try and catch a word with him, John Alden, his uh, sidecar outfit is currently going through scrutineering. A man that we uh, weren't too sure if he was going to be here. Yeah, when he came on the podcast, he wasn't sure. He did manage to find himself a passenger, and he's looking all fine and dandy. You know, he's uh, always, always, he's got, he's got a great outfit, really presented well, and uh, puts on a good show, he really does. Let's come over here. So I've got here Jamie Coward's bike. What's that? Is that his twin? It certainly is. You can see the guys here, look, technical guys are going, uh, just checking everything, checking uh, the lock from side to side, making sure it's free and not uh, not obscured in any way. Just checking everything's working normally, checking obviously the brake lines are not, not being caught. So, they, are, they like I said earlier, they go through quite a rigorous uh, way of checking things and, and just to keep the boys safe and make sure it's all in order. But hopefully the idea is that the mechanics have, uh, are so good at their job that all this is just a... Um, a bit of a prerequisite for, for the for the TT as a whole just to know that this bike's safe, but the mechanics aren't letting anything go that's not Hey, listen, safe in it's their the eyes. same. It's no different to a, any other race meeting or even a track day, you know. When, when sometimes when the mechanics, not so much um, in a relaxed fashion like day one today, but when they've been rushing around, sometimes it can be easy to miss something when they're trying to get the boys out. So uh, this is done in, in a nice, relaxed manner, and there's nothing, you know, there's nothing better than double checking everything. I know this might sound like a stupid question. Obviously, at closed circuit racing, you're not allowed to use coolant in the uh, the cooling system. Is it the same here? You're not allowed to use it? Yeah, exactly the same. Water. Yeah, you know, coolant is like uh, it's like ice when you run over it. So uh, water only in, uh, in in the full cooling system. Nice. Steve, Steve's run off again, and it looks like he's got one of the technical inspectors now. So we'll, uh, we'll hear from what, what they've got to say. So, just quickly, just tell us quickly what you go through when these bikes, when these solo bikes roll through the uh, technical bay. Mainly is to make sure that everything complies to the regulations and everything's safe, everything's lock wired, as it should just fit for the road, fit the race. Spot on. I'll keep it, I'm not going to hold you up, keep up the good work. Cheers.
Steve, let's uh, let's step out of the garage because there's more bikes coming in, and we don't want to uh, we don't want to get into trouble. We don't want to upset these people. Steve, no, Steve's gone again. Uh, but it looks like he's got Dave Hagen, who is the chief technical inspector, who who oversees all this. Now, Dave, you know you're the main man behind the rules here now, uh, with, with obviously with other people, but uh, and of course that you you oversee the technical bay. Is it quite a stressful time, especially the for, just before the first practice? Uh, not really. No, guys are all uh, on on page with it. Uh, we uh, we brief very well and and try and get the guys all the guys up to speed. Trevor Denning, my chief technical officer, is uh, doing a fabulous job, and uh, yeah, we'll. Uh, We'll just take it as it comes, really, you know. Keep up the good work, mate. Thank you. Steve, now I know you're a very busy man. You've got a lot of TV work to do, so I'm going to let you get off. Where are you heading today? Uh, I'm going to Douglas Road Corner, Kurt Michael, with the famous horse Saiga. Oh, enjoy it, mate. Thanks, buddy. All right, so we've left Steve. He's gone off and done his TV work, and I've uh, I've headed down to the paddock. We've got Paul Phillips here. Paul, first day of practice, everything's come together. Are you excited? Are you ready? Uh, yes, ready. Excited, mm, nervous, really, at the start of the TT. Always, obviously, um, it's a new day today. It's a new schedule today. It's quite a big change for the start today. It's like two two track sessions in in one full day. It's almost like a race day in terms of time so um i've just come in over the mountain and there's marshals everywhere spectators everywhere it's i think the road closure times <clears throat> probably caught me out a little bit I, I had to get going really before the mountain closed um but yeah no I, I mean couldn't ask for better weather could be it's like perfect um and i hope everyone has a great day today mate i'm gonna leave you to it because you've got obviously you've got loads to do appreciate it mate thank you chris see you later guys so steve players off doing his uh, tv thing over in kurt michael so while he's doing that, I thought I'd take a quick wander down the paddock, see what's happening, see who we can bump into. The smell of petrol is thick in the air. The anticipation of this qualifying session that is coming up is palpable. And one man I want to get a word with, who's not been around the, tra the course for quite a few years now, is Dave O'Johnson. So I'm going to go and track him down now. Free practice is done. Qualifying one is about to begin. Davo Johnson is here. Sorry, loads of loads of activity going off. Davo, what is your plan now going into qualifying? Uh, pretty much the same as what we just did then. Really, just steady away. Um, the 600 is brand new still. I did one lap on it, sort of um, yeah, run the engine in really, and um, now straight out. And again, I'll give it a bit more stick, but it felt good. You? Like the um, Fairburn, Cedar uh, Fairburn, Jackson Racing um, team built a great bike. Uh, all three bikes are awesome and. It's quite fast, I felt that straight away, how fast the 600 is. Even me, I know I'm a big rig. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to giving a bit more stick now and um, then obviously out in the superbike straight after that. How are conditions out there? It looks good. Oh, it's freaking doesn't get any better really, but obviously the dirty road, but there's still a lot of rubber down, like I was telling you before, is there's a lot of rubber down already. So um, I think we're gonna see, see some quite quick times, like straight away. Mate, go and get your helmet on and enjoy the next session. Cheers, mate, thank you. Cheers, mate. All right, here we go. We've got Rob Hudson. We've got um, Paul, jo Paul Jordan. Yes, Chris. Yes. I'm just listening to your conversation. Oh, you carry on, boys. Oh, I don't know what we're just talking about. Uh, PG stuff. Yeah. How many times did you get your knee down? 
these aren't my knee sliders, these are Lee's. Lee gives me his knee sliders. So they've been used? Yep. So I can't get my knee, I can't get my knee down, so. Robbie, looking forward to this session? I am, yeah, yeah. We had a bit of an issue with the 600 in the first session. Um, so I got back and just got one lap on the big bike. So yeah, we've not been on this twin around this course yet. So we'll uh, we'll take it as it comes. Hopefully we can get two decent laps in, just get a feel for it and uh, yeah, see how we are. And then back out on the big bike? Yeah, straight back out on that. It would have been nice to go straight back out on that after we got a feel for it on the one lap um, just earlier. But no, with how things panned out, we're, we're on the twin and then back out on the big bike. Nice to be back though. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, really, uh, yeah, loving the um, Fireblade initially, just, I, I don't know how fast, pro well, how slow we went then, but um, I'm sure we can build up, and uh, yeah, I, if we can get all the little um, teething problems out of the way today, we'll be we'll be alright for the rest of the week, I think. Regardless of how slow you went, you went a million times faster than I went, so you're still you're still in, in good company, mate. Well, that's it, if you pop some leathers on, you might not be far behind me, so. Maybe I will then. Bird in mind for next year. Good luck, mate. Cheers. I don't know if it's because um, we came last year and there hasn't been a three-year gap, but everyone seems a little more relaxed on the uh, on the start line. Normally, there's there's a bit of tension, a lot more tension in the air. A lot of riders seem really relaxed. It's great. I'm enjoying this, and I think the weather's a lot to do with that. Riders are all lined up on Glen Crutchery Road, ready to go off. I don't know if I was a kiss of death uh, for Rob Hodgson, but his bike's just been wheeled away now. That's going backwards, so obviously whatever teething problems he's had, he hasn't sorted them. So hopefully he'll get them sorted before the uh, at the end of this session. He can get his two laps in like he wanted. And that is day one in the book. We've got Mike Booth, legendary TT rider. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. He wrote me into another podcast. Brand spanking new radio pundit. First, before we get onto the, the bikes and stuff, how did you enjoy your day? Do you know what? I loved it. It's uh, like I've said to you before, it's nice to be part of this event without um, without the stress of having to ride a bike because it's hard work riding a bike around here. Um, so, yeah, it was good. Good good to uh, good to be part of it and get stuck in amongst the uh, um, part for me and see how, see how everyone else did it. You know, when I was racing myself, it, you, you're... You're only concentrated on what you're doing yourself, so yeah. Blinkered. You blinkered, yeah. So it's nice to see all the other lads, how they do it, how the proper lads do it. Yeah. And Steve, you, I didn't see you all day. Every time you kept popping up on TV, same place, getting browner and browner. That tan is absolutely stunning. I'm topping up my northwest tan. That is a fact. It's been good. I got a little bit toasted today, to be honest. Down at Kirk Michael, Douglas Road corner. Um, Cracking day, actually, watching, really was, and, and doing a bit of the TV stuff. But the trouble is, you get a lot, quite a strong sea breeze in, and you don't realise how hot you're getting and how burnt. Quite eventful. Uh, a lot of different lines. Some of the newcomers running wide, using the gutter. And someone, Michael Dunlop, on, the, on his opening very first lap on the Supersport, 
unbelievable he's trying so hard. Uh, and the times obviously proved that, you know. But uh, Sean Anderson, he burst his leathers open, knackered his zip and had to pull over and stop and come back via the main road. Is it broke or... A, 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 yep, he looked like a flipping big beach whale coming into land. Is uh, like a big sail. Seriously, a zipper the, broken completely. In a, in a brand new... Yeah. That's right. Yeah, in a brand new set of leathers. So, uh, luckily, it was very near the end of the session, so he didn't lose too much time. But a lot of crashes today. A lot of people trying hard. You know, quite a big long list, really. So, there's a lot of people, obviously, going very fast on day one, on the timesheets. But there's a lot maybe been pushing a little bit too hard, maybe, you know. Quite a big list, really. Uh, Timothy Mono, uh, Governors, okay. Maria Costella, yeah. uh, Bal uh, Ballabridge, uh, she's okay. Yamanaka, one of Ian Locker's riders, he, he jumped off. Uh, Glenn Helen, he's okay. Uh, quite a lot of uh, retirees, obviously a lot of bikes breaking. I think Herbertson broke down, Connor Cummings broke down. Quite a few out there kind of stuck a little bit at a time. Um, good to see the Birchalls getting pushed by the Founds boys. I think they overtook them and rubbed their nose in it a little bit. So there's a bit of aggro there out on the on the course, which we should certainly look good through Kurt Michael. And uh, I think realistically, I've mentioned his name already, but Michael Dunlop's on fire. He's, he is, I know he got a black flag at the end, but uh, it doesn't really matter about qualifying, but he's looking impressive. He is. He's dominating, isn't he? Uh, you know, to go out and do one lap on a stocker, fastest, one lap on a super sport bike, fastest, one lap on a on the twin fastest. I think he did two laps on the superbike, but they were both 130 mile an hour plus from a standing start. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's blown me away a little bit. There was a time where we'd be impressed if someone went over 130 mile an hour in a race after two weeks of riding a bike. He spent two minutes riding a bike and is already at that speed. But the, the question is, I guess, how much more can he step up? Has he, has he shown his cars too soon, do you think? First day, it's flying. No, I think he's in his happy zone, really. You know, obviously, we know he's going to be fast instantly on the smaller capacity bikes, you know, the Super Twin and Super Sport. But uh, on the Super Bike and the Super Stock, you know, he looked a little bit he looked a little bit uneasy, if we're quite honest, on the Super Bike, first off. But he obviously pitted, made some changes, and then obviously went a lot faster and felt more at home on it. So he's been riding really well. He's been doing a good job at the Northwest. He was fastest there on the first night of practice as well. So, and I don't think his results there really showed how well he's riding it. So he's pushing hard and he wants to make sure he's going to make his mark on the big bike as well. Definitely. And tomorrow we're back to a, a normal routine of, of TT. We're going to be uh, practicing and qualifying in the evening. So you know what that means, gents? We can get responsibly drunk tonight. <laughs> so shall we wrap this one up? Yeah, shall we go and have a beer? Let's go and have a beer. Beer o'clock. Don't forget, boys. you can check all the podcasts out daily from 10 a.m., Check out all the news on imtt.com as well as all the socials at TT Races Official. I think I've done my job sweetly there, guys. Over Almost. Now. What, what? What? It's your round. Ah, oh, I forgot my wallet.